1: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life culture and current events weekdays on ucb's vision radio network find out more at vision.org.au look i think anything that will um, support families and improve children's well-being is a good idea and the idea of this is to provide vouchers for up to a hundred thousand couples so they can access um, relationship education and counseling services and um, you know, I think the aim of this trial is basically to increase the number of couples who who participate in, in education to strengthen their relationships, so to strengthen their marriage. And as you say, it's it's couples, um, so it's any couples who can register. But, you know, look, I, I think for the Australian government to encourage stronger families, stronger relationships is a good start. $200 is not very much, is it? Um, and, and we are really hoping that this $200... Um, voucher will extend to to Christian organisations as, as well. So Christian organisations who, who provide counselling need to actually register with the government to be one of those counselling services. I think that's really important.
0: It's, it's interesting. We were talking about divorce on the programme um, last week and we'll be talking about it again uh, later in today's programme. But, but I guess anything that, that can that can slow divorces or stop divorces is going to be a, a positive move because we just know that the effect on, on the children is is a
1: bad one. Absolutely. And with the no-fault divorce in Australia, we are just seeing just such an increase of broken families mm. and the resultant um, disaster for children is obvious for everybody to see.
0: Now, there's a Senate inquiry into recognising overseas same-sex marriages. What's, what's behind that? What's that about?
1: Look, we're all getting a bit tired of this argument, I think, throughout Australia, both Christian and secular, because once again, um, Australia um, Senate is considering something to, re- to recognise same-sex marriages. And at the moment, Australian law only recognises marriage between two people of the opposite sex. That's what we recognise. So if we pass this, um, we will be, like other countries, recognising marriage between to people who have the same sex. Now, even people, even senators who are in favour of having that in Australia um, are saying that this is actually a backdoor way. So, Sue Boyce, who is actually no longer a senator after, after July, but she was describing it as a backdoor to increase pressure for same sex marriage in Australia. So at the moment, there is no discrimination against same sex couples, but what we're calling for is for the Senate to preserve marriage. Um, and, and so we're asking people to actually sign um, a submission to, that we are sending in to the Senate Inquiry. They, the closing date for those submissions is the end of this month, the 31st of July. Um, the reporting date for this inquiry is the 3rd of September. But we would encourage everybody to go on to the ACL website. Um, we also have a, a, a significant other website, which just is Preserving marriage. Um, and so we would encourage people to go on and find that because, once again, I mean, we've won eight times when something like this has come up. Uh, and when I say we, it's the people of Australia who have said no. Do so you know what? Rather than rather than weaken marriage, we want to strengthen marriage in what we've just been talking about before too.
0: It's um. interesting, isn't it? It's, it's a... Uh, with one hand we're strengthening marriages and with the other hand we're weakening them.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, and it's the different people who are in the Senate and who are in the House of Representatives that are representing these two different arguments. So that's a really important thing for people to realise too, that we've got on the one hand people wanting to strengthen marriage and they're bringing those sort of um, things into into our parliament. And on the other hand, we have people who are representing a different agenda. And so it's really important that we pray for the people who are in there, but also that we get really good people in there because the people who are in, sitting in Parliament and sitting in our Senate are deciding for good or for evil. And we need to recognize that and have and support people who are in there who are working for um, the kingdom.
0: Mm. Now, the, the new figures are out from Victoria about the number of abortions in the state, the yeah, breakdown of see. what they are. I mean, I've mean, i had a look at the figures, what the, but they, they just seem a lot of numbers. What do they actually show? What's, what's the, the bottom line?
1: Well, I think uh, the bottom line is that late-term abortions are becoming more acceptable, um, particularly in Victoria. But even in Queensland, there were some really disturbing statistics. And so not, not necessarily as a number going up, but the later um, abortions, mm. that number is going up and the other the other really disturbing thing is that once again in late term abortions we see that most of them and it's 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 fairly equal but it's always the majority are actually for psychosocial indications so these are that there's nothing actually wrong with the little baby so you know we had things like um you know there was 338 terminations after 20 weeks 183 of them were like psychosocial indications and then we've got 172 were actually between 20 and 27 weeks. Um, 10 of them were between 28 and 31 weeks, which is very viable baby. And one of them was actually after 37 weeks.
0: Wow.
1: So one of those abortions was after 37 weeks. And then the other, I suppose the other thing that really is so, so very sad is, um Queensland where I live, uh, the evidence the statistics that have come in show the number of babies who actually die after birth. Um, and that actually breaks my heart that we could be even thinking that that happens. But people need to realise that it does happen in Queensland. Um, five babies uh, in that year were left to die um, after being born. In the Victorian statistics, there were 40 um, babies who were who did have some sort of um, congenital abnormality uh, that were born late term and were left to die. So 40. Um, this is a tragedy, and this is a tragedy beyond anything we could imagine would happen in Australia.
0: And yet, there are so many childless couples out there who would give their eye teeth to to have to have a baby and to and to adopt absolutely. a baby.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And even even the statistic overall there's so got 100,000 abortions in Australia per year. And in, in various states, the adoption rate is usually less than 10. So we have very, very few babies being adopted. New South Wales has um, got some good adoption laws coming into play and they are increasing that now, which is great. But most of those babies are coming from foster care um, situations, which again is a really good thing. But we need to change the mind of our young girls. We need to, we need to make sure that they know that they have an option here Mm. because at the moment they just, they feel hopeless. And they feel that they only have one option and that is um, the road of abortion. But we need to make sure that they know there there is a wonderful uh, choose life and choose life not just for the baby but for yourself and also for the family that you would be gifting that baby to in the form of adoption.
0: Yeah, Um, Nick Gorin, who's uh, MP in WA, he highlighted the practice of abortion in WA in Parliament. What, What was he saying?
1: Look, he's a really good guy and, um, he's always sort of, he's always arguing for, um, the right in this. And so he's, he is arguing with, I mean, he's just saying to us all what we already know. We've got to think about this. We've got to actually think and choose life and we've got to make sure that children have a chance to live in Australia. There are so many things to think of when we think of sound, Like, we're thinking about aging population. Um, we're thinking, you know, needing to have more children. We are below the um, the rate of uh, sustaining. You know, it's 2.3 babies per family that, uh, that to sustain our population, and we're below that. There are so many things. Nick Gordon is one of those ones that we really need to pray for.
0: Cool. Which is always the bottom line. We should pray for the people who are running our country. Uh, we
1: really should.
0: It's always good to talk to you, Wendy. Thank you very much indeed for your time today.
1: You too. Thank you, Alan.